Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. And good morning, everyone. Uh, Welcome to Real Presence Live. We are live at uh, the Queen of the Most Holy Rosary in Stanley, North Dakota. My name is Mike Kidrowski. And I am Father Jason Signalis. And we are your co-hosts for the next two hours, folks. And we have such an exciting show. We have interviews that will touch your heart and touch your soul. And uh, we uh, can't wait to share that with you. Uh, So right now, uh, I would like to ask uh, uh, the pastor of uh, Queen of the Most Holy Rosary, Father Jason Signalis, who is my co-host this morning, to lead us in prayer. Well, good. Let us begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 dear Father, we thank you for the gift of radio and for the gift of Real Presence Radio. Uh, we ask you to be with us and all of our listeners this morning as we... Uh, celebrate the great faith you have given us. Uh, We ask the Holy Spirit to be with us, and we ask all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, your Son and our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, thank you, Father Jason. And looking outside these uh, big glass window doors leading into your parish, we have the sunshine coming in, and those two crosses on your uh, window or leading yes. into the mm-hmm. into the parish they were just glowing just a moment ago when the sun was coming in it's a bright sunny beautiful morning it is we are so blessed we're blessed today to uh, be in stanley north dakota queen of the most holy rosary and right now we will send it back to we will send it to the uh, mothership the uh, head studios in Fargo, North Dakota, and we have our production assistant manager, uh, Aaron. I get manager today? Yes, you do. Wow. <laughs> wow. I am I'm very blessed to be here and blessed to be called a manager, but you know, it's not about me. It's about what's coming up here on the show today. We've got Alana Davidson coming. She's actually right in the studio. She'll be talking about encountering Christ's real presence and she'll be talking about Eucharistic Adoration. I'm not going to give too much of her story away, but I'm really excited to hear her story. We'll also be praying for your intentions during Prayerfully Yours. Father Jason then will be here for your calls and questions during Straight Talk from 9.30 to 10 a.m. Get those questions ready and call in at 877-795-0122. Then in the second hour, we'll have Susan Askegaard, to talk about prison ministry and the beauty of that prison ministry that she's been so, oh, excuse me, she's been so open to to minister. Then we'll take the 10-minute tour of local events, and you won't want to miss Sandra Will's inspiring story of how she came to the Catholic faith from being a Baptist. All this here on Real Presence Live. Back to you guys. 
Well, thank you, Aaron. And uh, Father Jason, I just want to extend my thanks to you for the invitation to uh, Real Presence Radio to come up to Stanley, North Dakota in northwest North Dakota. We're about 35, 40 miles from Canada. Yeah. Just so you, everybody knows where. And we're about 70, 80 miles, 70 miles, 80 up miles. Here from, between Minot and Williston, kind of that's in the middle right. there. That's yep. right. So we're up in the corner. We're up in the uh, uh, oil boom area, and it is uh, very busy. Uh, interesting traffic up here in Stanley. That's for sure. And uh, well, thank you very much, Father Jason, for inviting us to be here. We're happy to have you here. It's great to see Real Presence coming out to the parishes and yeah. visiting with us. Wonderful. And Father Jason is right off the, I uh, just got back last night from the uh, spring or the fall clergy conference in Medora, North Dakota. Yes, the fall clergy conference is a great opportunity we have in the fall every year to go to Medora. All the priests gather. We have a great speaker and uh, get to spend some time together as priests. It's uh, great to really have some fraternity, fraternal time together. Yes, wonderful, wonderful. And you're back. You look refreshed and ready to go. And uh, wouldn't you know it, you have a live broadcast from your parish the first yep. day you're back. So. <laughs> Jump right back into it. Yep. Uh, yes, and uh, folks, it is time now for our newest segment, Encountering Christ's Real Presence, where we intentionally highlight the real presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist through teaching and personal testimonies. And this morning, we have the pleasure of visiting with Ilanda Davidson. Ilanda is a member of uh, Queen of the Most Holy Rosary here in Stanley. She uh, is a former uh, ed elementary ed teacher. And so we welcome I Ilanda and Ilanda. Welcome, and thanks for being on the air with us this morning. Uh, we got to visit a little bit last night, and we discovered that we had met each other about five years ago. That's correct. And we have some common friends in, uh, in, in Dickinson. And, uh, well, Ilanda, can you tell us a, a little bit about yourself, please? Sure. Well, thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for asking me. I am a cradle Catholic. I'm the second youngest of eight children. I grew up in a very strict Catholic environment, never missing Mass on Sunday. We prayed the rosary every day during Lent, kneeling around my parents' bed. And in high school one year, I remember for my Lenten resolution, I attended daily Mass every day. And this boy, later to be my husband, went to daily <laughs> Mass too. And later he tells me he went to Mass just because he wanted me to like him. But I think God Wonderful. knew that we needed extra graces for our marriage. After high school, I attended Mary College, which is now the University of Mary, for one semester. And during my short time there, I fell in love with the guitar mass. So I bought myself a guitar, and I learned to play. And I've been doing music here at Queen of the Most Holy Rosary for over 40 years. I quit college after my first semester, and I got married. I was just 18. After three years of marriage, we had our first child. So I stayed at home for 12 years as a stay-at-home mom to four children, and when my youngest started kindergarten, I drove back and forth every day to Minot, and I earned my teaching degree. And I just retired after 25 years of teaching at Stanley Elementary, 
So now I'm hoping to spend more time with my husband, my kids, and my 15 grandchildren. Ah, well, Elanda, that's an that's a enlightening story. And you first met your husband uh, here in, in Stanley. Absolutely. We were and, high school students. And you went to daily mass back, back then. We did. Uh, and uh, he went just to be able to uh, see you and say hello to you. Absolutely. What a wonderful <laughs> story. And uh, all those graces you received together at daily mass, they spilled over into your marriage. And uh, so how long have you been married now? It will be 43 years this Oh, my year. goodness. And yes. you told me earlier you have 15 grandchildren. Absolutely, my yes. goodness gracious. God is good. So, uh, Ilanda, you have uh, a special desire, I'm sensing, uh, for spending time with Jesus in Eucharistic adoration. Um, can you tell us about that? Sure. Every day I attend daily Mass, an adoration two times a week, and another really special part of my day is when I open the church early in the morning and I spend time in prayer before the Blessed Sacrament. And it's just, I just love that time. Most of the time I leave the lights off and it's dark and it's just, it's really cool. And when Father's away, uh, we are blessed to have communion services, which I help lead with a few other members of the parish. So we don't ever have to be without the Eucharist. Mm, wonderful. And uh, there is uh, there is really something special there when you're you're sitting in front of the uh, the precious the precious body, and uh, that's Jesus uh, Jesus uh, in the in our presence, and we get the, uh, an opportunity just to be quiet and listen. So, have you ever had that experience where? Uh, you know, can you tell me about the peace that you experience when you're in front of the Eucharist like that? Oh, it's, it's hard to describe, but it, it is just exactly what you say. It's a peace. It's a, it's an overflowing of love. Yeah. It is. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, folks, if, uh, if you have, if you're not, a, a frequent, uh, uh, visitor to the, uh, uh, Adoration. I would encourage you to do that. It you you will be changed forever, and uh, it would only take just a few minutes of your time each day. Uh, Ilana, another part of your story is that your husband had a major conversion. Can you tell us a, more about that and how you feel adoration played a role? Sure. The first twenty-five years of my marriage. We lived in an alcoholic marriage. It mm. was horrible. Mm. My husband was addicted to alcohol and drugs. And I remember praying, asking God to please take one of us. Either take my husband or take me. Because I wanted this nightmare to end. Mm. He was a driller in the oil field back in the day, before the big oil boom. And so he was gone a lot. He worked four days on, four days off, or sometimes a week at a time, and he would follow the rig, so he was away, sometimes in Montana. So it was very easy to hide his drinking from our children, and I lied a lot, mm. telling my children that dad was working when he was really out drinking somewhere. He'd be gone three, four days at a time. I had no clue. But my daughter, she was in seventh grade before she knew that her dad drank. So I was pretty good at hiding everything and never fought never in front of them. Um, but she thought we had the perfect family. But one day in 2001, we were married in 76, but in 2001 he called me 
and he said he had this major conversion. He said the Holy Spirit came to him in his motel room and asked him if he wanted to live or die. Die meaning go to hell. He said the room just lit up and he was inspired to read the book of Matthew. And he said when he read, it was crystal clear, every single word, and he wept for hours. He said it was like the evil was just leaving his body. Wow. So he's telling me this on the phone, and I absolutely did not believe one word he said, because I was so used to him telling me things and just really being deceptive, and so I didn't believe anything. But he was telling the truth. Hmm. He started going to, to Mass on his days off, and I was thinking, I'm supposed to be the good one, <laughs> you know? And so I started going to daily Mass, too, and it was like this huge weight had been lifted from me. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 uh, that is a very, very touching story. It's amazing how our Lord will come oh. to us. Uh, he filled me with a tremendous grace. And I was so on fire. I would go early and earlier to Mass, and I'd get the church before Father. It was Father Sattler at the time. He's now in Bismarck, oh, St. Yes, Anne's. Oh, yes, Father Wayne. And I would have to wait and wait for him. So finally, he gave me my own key so I could open up, and I would go. And in the beginning, I would just sit in the dark in front of the Blessed Sacrament. I would sit there for 45 minutes to an hour, just mm -hmm. sitting there. Mm -hmm. And I was just consumed in his love. Mm. And I think it was probably because for so many years I didn't feel loved. Uh -huh. Then I started to read. I constantly would have a book in my hand. I read many devotional books, uh, Introduction to the Devout Life, Imitation of Christ, everything. But there were two books that were really powerful for me. One was Scott Hahn's Lord Have Mercy. Mm. And it was all about confession. When I finished that book, I wanted to run to confession. Mm. The other one was The Lamb's Supper. It was all about the Mass. I finished it in about three days, and I remember when I went to Mass the next time, I cried the whole Mass because the Mass made sense, uh -huh. and I understood things, and I remember going up for communion, and I felt like I was receiving my first Holy Communion. Oh, it wonderful. was very powerful. That, that's a, just a, a very, very touching story, and uh, folks, thank you uh, for turning, tuning in to Real Presence Live. Uh, we are here in uh, Queen, of the Queen of the Most Holy Rosary in Stanley, North Dakota, and I am your host, uh, Mike Kidrowski, along with uh, Father Jason Signalis, the pastor of the parish in Stanley, and we're visiting with uh, Ilanda Davidson, pa uh, parish, uh, a parishioner of uh, this parish, and she's telling us her story about uh, the Eucharist and how it has affected uh, her life and her husband's life, and uh, uh, Ilanda, how have you seen the Lord transform? Well, you've mentioned uh, the transformation you've had in your life through the power of the Eucharist. Uh, can you uh, uh, continue on with that? Sure. I guess I've seen the major transformation in my marriage. We had a broken marriage. But by attending Mass regularly, Eucharistic adoration, with God's grace and a lot of prayer, He healed our marriage. And now my husband is disabled. He had back surgery in 2008. Hmm. And since, things, or since then, you know, things have been very difficult. He's in constant pain. In fact, he's not left our country home in almost three years because it's very difficult to travel. He can't go anywhere. Um, 
So I bring him Holy Communion every day, and it's essential because the Eucharist is what sustains him. And he has drawn so close to the Lord. His life is pretty much a prayer. Um, and I know without a doubt that the Lord is using my husband in a very powerful way. He understands redemptive suffering, and he mm -hmm. offers his prayers and his great suffering on a daily basis for the souls in purgatory and the souls on earth who need prayers. But it's a battle. It's not easy at all. It's a great spiritual battle. Without the Eucharist, I really don't know what life would be like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, Yolanda, uh, that was, uh, you have such a great story. And uh, I would encourage you, don't be afraid to tell that story. It is absolutely amazing. And uh, for those uh, listening right now, uh, we do have to, uh, uh, we're close to closing this segment, Ilanda. Is there anything else you'd like to add to share with us? I would say to pray and then pray some more. Ask the Lord for the grace to really believe. Ask him to come into your heart mm -hmm. and set your heart on fire. And if you really desire it, I know he will grant it to you. And once you know that he's here, you won't be able to stay away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, and uh, Ilanda, thank you so much for uh, uh, being with us and, and telling, having the courage to tell that story. And uh, coming up, uh, folks, uh, thank you again, Ilanda, for taking time out of your busy schedule. You're I welcome. know you have to, you have to go now, I and do. you have to go teach because you're subbing uh, for uh, uh, the element of oh, high school. You're teaching high, high school, school kids, yes, I am. so good luck with that. Thank and, you. Uh, uh, coming up next, uh, please join in pray, uh, praying with us your intentions during Prayerfully Yours. And later, Father Jason will be here for your questions and comments on the Catholic faith during Straight Talk. Uh, again, uh, we are live from the Queen of the Most Holy Rosary. This is Mike Kidrowski. And Father Jason Signalness. And you are listening to Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Built Upon a Rock Fest has partnered with Rugged Rosaries for another giveaway. Nine rosaries will be given away, one each week, leading up to the concert on September 14th. These rosaries are beautiful and extremely rugged. The quality is unmatched. For a chance to win, simply like Built Upon a Rock Fest posts on Facebook and Instagram. Each like gets you a chance to win. Full giveaway details can be found at builtuponarockfest.com. Good luck, and don't forget to mark your calendars for Built Upon a Rock Fest on September 14th. The Real Presence Radio Fall Live Drive is coming September 18th, 19th, and 20th. Tune in from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for an amazing lineup of hosts and guests that will inspire, motivate, and move you to evangelize the Catholic faith. Our goal is to raise $600,000, and we know we can do it with your faithful support. Mark your calendar and call in to Real Presence Radio, 877-795-0122. 
Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Thanks for staying with us, folks, on Real Presence Live. It is time for our Prayerfully Yours segment. Almost every day we receive prayer requests asking for prayers for those closest to us and we hold these needs close in prayer at Real Presence Radio. We're going to share a few of these prayer requests now and we invite all of you who are listening to join in a prayerful a prayer specifically for the intentions. And here are our intentions today. Mighty Father, we ask you to to be close to Gillette, who has just begun her fight with breast cancer on this day. We ask you to help her to carry this heavy cross, and if it be your will, that, that she be healed. We ask you also to be with Lisa's daughter, whatever it is, Lord, that, that she needs, that you know to ask you to be with her on this, on this day. We ask you also, Lord, to, to be with Sister Nancy, who fell and broke her arm. May she have a speedy recovery. May God be with her, and may her fellow sisters be with her as well as she continues to heal. We also pray for Violet. May her relationship with her parents be restored. May God grant her peace. And we also pray for a deeper appreciation uh, for the real presence of Christ in the Holy Eucharist. May more of us uh, spend time before our, our Lord in the real presence. And we also just, whatever needs that are that our people out there listening to us this morning have Lord we lift them up to you and Heavenly Father again we ask you to please keep uh, Jolette Lisa's daughter Sister Nancy and Violet, we ask you to stay close to to them, and uh, may your will be done. And folks, thanks for taking the time to pray for us, for these Real Presence Radio family members and their needs. If you have a specific intention you would like prayed for, please visit our website, yourcatholicradiostation.com, and submit it under prayer requests at the top of the page. You can also submit an intention on our app. 
Simply click on prayer requests on the main screen. Now, uh, Father Jason, uh, you know, again, thank you for the opportunity to be here in uh, Stanley, North Dakota at your parish. Uh, can you tell us a little bit uh, a, a more, uh, and thank you for, for answering the call to become a priest of Jesus Christ. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, how you accepted that call? Oh, goodness. That's... Back when you were a younger man. You're a young man right now, but when you were a younger man, uh, you had this call, obviously. It's definitely a long story, but um, yeah. It, I wasn't Catholic for many years, but uh, started to question, you know, question, um, where's God? And long story short, I, I investigated the Catholic faith, um, thinking, well, you know, that's a good place to start. Well, it was a good place to start because this is the fullness of the faith given us uh, by Jesus Christ. And, uh, and uh, I eventually discerned that I needed to try the seminary. Well, first, I came back to the church in 2005. A year later, I was in seminary. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it, uh, it was, yeah, it's been quite a journey. Gee, I, I guess that is a tremendous story. And you've been here at uh, Queen of the Most Holy Rosary for uh, a couple of years now. Yes, I've been here for a little over two years, um, in my third year now. And time does go very quickly. Before this, I was down in Emmons County. Uh, okay. With some parishes there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, stay tuned uh, uh, to call in with your comments and questions uh, for Father Jason during Straight Talk. Um, uh, you're listening to Real Presence Live, folks. And uh, next up will be uh, Father Jason Signalness. And uh, it will be time to stump the priest. So oh, please. please. <laughs> I don't try too hard. <laughs> so please, uh, please call in your questions or comments or, or prayer requests. And uh, we're going to take a quick uh, uh, 60, to it. 60. Yes, uh, as, as am I. We're looking for, uh, we're going to take a quick 60-second uh, break. And we'll be back with the uh, straight talk with uh, Father Jason Signalness. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Real Presence Radio Fall Live Drive is coming September 18th, 19th, and 20th. Tune in from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for an amazing lineup of hosts and guests that will inspire, motivate, and move you to evangelize the Catholic faith. Our goal is to raise $600,000, and we know we can do it with your faithful support. Mark your calendar and call in to Real Presence Radio, 877-795-0122. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. 
This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. Yes, welcome back to Real Presence Live. Uh, my name is Mike Kidrowski. And Father Jason Signal this morning. And we, we are your co-hosts for this morning, and thank you for joining us. Uh, Father, uh, we just uh, ended a... Uh, uh, an interview with one of your yes. parishioners, Elonda Davidson, mm-hmm. and what a, a touching story she had. What yeah. a faith-filled you know, story of conversion. As she was talking, I couldn't help but think of St. Monica, whose great prayers um, and persistent prayer brought about the conversion of her husband and eventually her wayward son. And now she's one of the great saints, and as are her is her, as is her son, one of the greatest theologians in the church, St. Augustine. Um, yeah. Amen. And I also couldn't help but think of, uh, oh, what is, there's a saying uh, that it's attributed to Mother Teresa. You know, when you, when you look at the cross, you see what Jesus has done for you. When you look at the host, you see what he's doing for you now. And uh, I just think that uh, her love for the Eucharist, um, it's... It's a it's a wonderful example, and we're happy to have her in the parish. Yes, um, she's a, an, an incredible, uh, faithful um, uh, to the uh, Eucharist, and uh, my goodness, you know the the courage it took to tell that story, and then the uh, uh, the, the way she presented it uh, was so faith filling. And uh, so we were just glad that uh, she had an opportunity to duck away to join us. And, and thank you for uh, inviting her to be a part of this. And yeah. so uh, coming up, we have Straight Talk. And uh, the number to call is 877-795-0122. And uh, we're looking forward to all your calls. Y- you know, the, uh, the, the, uh, we do have a listening audience here at Queen of uh, the Most Holy Rosary, and I bet I bet even in Fargo, the studios don't have as big as audience as we have this morning in uh, in, in our uh, uh, studio here, this uh, setup studio in Stanley, North Dakota, at the uh, Queen of the Most Holy Rosary Parish. We're glad to be here, and uh, we are about ready to start uh, straight talk. You can hear the bells in the background. Uh, that is at the uh, bottom of the hour. And so uh, we are just so glad that you uh, joined us this morning. And it is now, it is time to take your calls. And we have with us, we're excited to bring you this segment on Real Presence Live. It's called Straight Talk. And it's uh, your opportunity to share your questions and comments on topics related to the faith or on things happening in the world around us. Um, With your local host and priest, when you hear the sound effect, yes, please call. We are ready. 877-795-0122 or send your questions, comments to us on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. I'm always happy to answer questions about the faith. You know, we priests, we've dedicated our lives to the Eucharist, especially uh, to the celebration of the Mass. That's the, the height of our life, so I'd love to, if anybody has questions about the Eucharist, be happy to, 
to discuss that or okay um, if you have any questions uh, about any of the church's teachings we'd be happy to talk about that as well and um, yeah yeah we had uh, uh, some very good re readings this morning at mass oh yes um, we uh, uh, you know the gospel reading uh, talked about and I had a text earlier that came in and because uh, uh, they we knew or they knew that we were uh, heading into straight talk and the one of the questions was what was what does did the reference to the wineskin and the uh, uh, new wine and new wineskins father can you uh, explain that just a little bit well um, that has been used or interpreted as you know, referring to for example the old covenant the new covenant ah got um, it and that the old is good, but you know the new is is, is ah you know, okay I got it good simple as that yeah okay. that's one one little way of thinking of that okay you know we have a caller um, uh, we have uh, Amy from Bismarck we have Amy from Bismarck uh, on the phone and uh, oh I'm sorry it's not Amy it's Chris from <laughs> Bismarck so sorry about that Chris no uh, no problem. Yeah, and Chris, uh, go ahead. Uh, you are, thanks for joining us on uh, uh, Straight Talk. Uh, you're live. And uh, what is your question for Father Jason, Chris? Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. And, and Father, thank you for your, for your ministry. Um, along with beautiful readings, um, today is also a first Friday of the month. And so a question that I had was, uh, what's, a, what's the general history of devotion to the Sacred Heart and and where do I begin in, in practicing the devotion? Okay, well, yeah, the first Fridays uh, would be a good way to do to go about that. Um, but a little bit of the history, it comes to us from uh, St. Faustina, Jesus' revelations uh, to her. And so it would be good to read some of her. Um, actually, that's the divine mercy. Yeah, but anyway, uh, here's what I have to say about the Sacred Heart. Uh, I remember being a little confused about the Sacred Heart. Um, because it's a heart. You know, you see an image of the sacred heart of Jesus, and you see a physical heart. And I always thought that was a little strange. But the heart is like the core of a person. And so, in one sense, it's Jesus. The sacred heart is Jesus. On the other hand, the physical heart of Jesus, it was the source of the church. You know, you see it, the image of the crucified Christ. Uh, you see... Um, the pierced side of Christ from the sacred heart of Jesus pours forth the church uh, in baptism, which is what the water signifies, the, 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 the coming from the side of Christ, and the Eucharist, uh, which is the blood of coming from the side of Christ. Mm -hmm. Well, very good. Well, thank, thank you very much, Chris. Uh, uh, do you have any, in, anything else to add, uh, uh, Chris? Uh, did we answer your question? Yeah, you, you answered it. I have a, I've heard of the the enthronement. Like there's like a family yes, enthronement. Right. Um, what, mm -hmm. what's, what's that, Father? Uh, thank you. Uh, yes. So it's a wonderful uh, traditional practice, and you can have your pastor come out or, um, you know, a priest come out and bless your home. And you put an image of the Sacred Heart of Jesus in, in your house, be a statue or a, a painting uh, or a, a print, and that becomes like a little shrine. Um, you enthrone 
Christ in your home and give him a place of prominence uh, so that as you go about your day, you know, you encounter, um, you see him there and it just reminds you, oh yes, Christ is the king of my life. The sacred heart of Jesus um, is present among us. Yeah, it's a very beautiful, and I, I, I love when I, when I visit uh, the home of a parishioner, and I see that right there, at a place of prominence in their mm-hmm. home, an image of Jesus. Yes. Beautiful. Thank yeah. you so much, Father. And there are, there are specific, there's, there's actually sort of a, a rite that the priest will follow to enthrone the sacred heart of Jesus. It was a few years ago uh, when the bishop of our diocese asked us to enthrone all of our par- the Sacred Heart of Jesus in all of our parishes, and uh, so you should find an image of the Sacred Heart in every church. And at the time, parishioners were also encouraged to request and to receive the enthronement of uh, the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So yes. Well, that's a wonderful question. Wonderful question, Chris. Yeah. Uh, thank you very thank much. Thank you for and, calling. And uh, we uh, we need to uh, know more about this. Uh, uh, ho- having a holy place in your home is is so important, and so uh, what Father just explained is uh, something that we can pray about and think about. And uh, you know, anyone that comes into your home, uh, you, obviously your children, if you have children, uh, will notice that, and uh, uh, you know, some deep, deep uh, faith uh, uh, sharing will will occur. So thank you very much, Chris, for your for your question and participating with uh, Father Jason on uh, Straight Talk. Thank you very much. I hope to take this uh, practice home with me. So thank you, Father. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. God bless you, Chris. Thank you very much for joining us. And we have another caller. Uh, now we have Amy uh, from Bismarck on the phone. Welcome to uh, the live show, Amy. Hello, Amy. Hi. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, the the lady who was talking about her husband um, got me thinking about the idea of redemptive suffer, redemptive suffering, and I only understand it a little bit. When I was a kid, I was told, you know, offer up your sacrifices um, when you're in pain or you're unhappy with the situation. Offer it up, and. I know that it's good, but I don't really understand why. Um, like, why is our suffering helpful to us? Why does? Why is there any benefit to it? Could you explain that a little bit more? Okay. Um, let me see here. On the f- the first thought I have um, is on a practical level. Why might Christ allow suffering? Um, I'm not going to go into the whole problem of evil here, but. Uh, why would Christ allow suffering? Well, one thing is it does draw out charity from other people. So if someone, um, you know, like uh, Jolette, who we prayed for earlier here, um, she's dealing with breast cancer, well, we lift up, lift her up in prayer, and that's an act of charity on our part. So maybe, you know, why does God allow things to happen like that? Um, well, to draw out love because Christ wants a community of love. He wants us to care for each other. And sometimes suffering um, it can be redemptive in that sense. Um, another way that practically uh, suffering can be good for us um, is 
it can help us to detach ourselves from uh, the material things of this world, the comforts of this world. Um, so, you know, if I'm really attached to, you know, uh, if, I, if, I'm, if I find a lot of value in life, in material goods or the way I, you know, my, my, my health, then that gets pulled away from me a little bit. Oh God, maybe he's, he's, he's having me uh, get ready for heaven, which is our true home. <clears throat> but then okay. um, in another way, you know, you're talking about redemptive suffering when we say, you know, offer it up. Uh, you got to be careful how you say that. Oh, you're suffering. We'll offer it up. You know, you don't want to be, uh, you know, kind of careless about how you say that because it might be taken the wrong way. Right. But, but St. Right. Paul in Colossians writes um, that I am suffering in, in my body for you in my body. I am participating in the sufferings of Christ. Um, I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of the church. Uh, so right there, I mean, we see in, in Colossians, St. Paul talking about filling up what's lacking in Christ's affliction for the church. Um, but, you know, when you hear that, what's lacking in Christ's sacrifice and his suffering, well, nothing is lacking, right? I mean, it's the perfect sacrifice. Uh, we can't, by our own offering up of our hardships, suddenly, um, you know, do add something to Christ that wasn't really there. Uh, but the thing is, there's a lot, still a lot of people in the world. There's a lot of suffering in the world that comes about because people don't, um, you know, there's sin. There's sin, and, and, and the world has fallen. And so what we have is sort of an economy of grace. Uh, we, it's the communion of saints we can pray for one another. So there's nothing lacking in the sacrifice of Christ. However, people aren't receiving all that Christ wants to give us. Um, you know, the world doesn't accept Christ. We can offer up our sufferings in reparation for things um, that... Uh, Let's see, like for the sins of other people, for the faith of other people, for the suffering of souls in purgatory. So when you, to get down to redemptive suffering here, when you say, offer it up, what are you saying? You're saying, Christ, I'm suffering. I've got this physical ailment. I've got this family conflict. This something is difficult. Something, Lord, I offer this up in union with you on the cross for the good of the souls in purgatory, for, for some need. And Christ allows that to be effective, right? He allows that to be effective. He doesn't have to have it that way. He could, but he wants us to participate in his saving work. Does that make sense? He wants us to participate in his, yeah. So, so in a way, are you saying like, we're asking God to take something good out of this suffering or to use this suffering that we're experiencing for good. Is that what I'm hearing yeah. you say? Like for the spiritual good of other people or for is that? Right. Is yes. that right? Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay. 
And okay. why that would God, so God might allow the suffering because he knows that we're in a spiritual space or whatever that we're going to use it that way for a good. Or it might draw good out of someone else that, you know, uh, an act of charity to us in our suffering. Well, Amy, uh, would you stay on the line? Uh, I have to get a number in here. Uh, folks, we're on Straight Talk uh, uh, with uh, Father Jason Signalis up here in Stanley, North Dakota at Queen of the Most Holy Rosary. The number to call in is 877-795-0122. We also can uh, accept your questions and comments on Facebook. And if you have any prayer requests, uh, please uh, let us know. And you can remain anonymous uh, in your uh, uh, visits or your, uh, uh, your questions, so uh, don't be afraid. And, and getting back to the discussion, Father Jason, you and Amy are having, I think at the end of the day, don't we have to realize that uh, we are God's sons and daughters, and he, uh, his love for us goes beyond human comprehension. And we don't know the we don't know the mind of God, and God sends us these interruptions, whatever it might be, and it's God uh, talking to us, saying, uh, "I don't want not don't go down this path. I want you to go down this path." And we ask ourselves, "Why?" Especially when there's mm -hmm. suffering, right? Why? Why, Why is this? Know. Why is this? And I know that uh, Father Benedict Groeschel. Uh, in one of his uh, uh, CDs, explained it this way. Uh, yes, I get this all the time. People come up to me and they grab me and say, why? Why is this happening to me? And, uh, you know, he refers to our Blessed Mother. Can you imagine our Blessed Mother at the foot of the cross uh, looking up at her son? And I'm sure she said, why? Why? But, you know, God has a plan. He loves us beyond all human comprehension. And, you know, that's difficult, Father Jason. It's difficult. So is there any, uh, can you expand on that a little bit? Uh, well, yeah, well, uh, I know a lot of people, and like I said, I mentioned the problem of evil a little bit ago, and I know a lot of people will leave the church after something traumatic happens um, in their life. They'll say, or if they witness something like a child who is suffering from an illness, um, you know, what they'll they'll ask if God's all knowing, all good, um, and all powerful, and why would He not love this child right. and have the power? Why wouldn't He help this person? But we need to keep in mind the great perspective that God has. Um, you know, if you read the Book of Job, you get a very good uh, mm -hmm. um, understanding of this. But God's plan is so much greater than ours, right. and from the perspective of heaven, uh, we will uh, understand why God allowed these different things to happen. And um, one thing that came to mind, uh, Amy, when you were talking was Mother Angelica, you know, her story. Um, I can't remember all the details, but I know she was, she was healed miraculously, was she not? Um, she she was uh, yes. she had braces on she couldn't walk uh, but then she oh. she uh, 
she was of course on TV all the time. She had her own show and she was healed. Do you know, uh, did you ever watch mother Angelica on TV, Amy? You ever seen yeah. Her? I didn't know that part of her story though. Oh yeah. It's, a, it's she has a powerful story. She, um, but she was healed of her ailment and she danced on screen wow. with, Oh, I forget who the host of the sh- what the show was. Um, but anyway, she, she was dancing with this host on the show and everybody saw this miracle. And so, um, but afterwards, later on, she kind of had re- problems. She was, she was, uh, I think she suffered strokes and things like that. And she suffered greatly. She was bedridden. But when she was able to get a little bit better, she actually missed the suffering. Which you think, what? She oh, missed the suffering. Yeah. Mm. She, she was bedridden. She couldn't, but she missed the suffering because she felt like this was something God had given her to offer up for the success of EWTN. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, Amy, thank you so much. Do you have anything else, Amy? Sorry to interrupt. Um, no, no. Thanks for answering my question. It makes it a little bit more clear. All right. Well, Amy, thank you very much for uh, calling in. God bless you. All the best to you. And uh, so, folks, uh, we are in Straight Talk with Father Jason Signalness. Uh, We're live from uh, Queen of Peace, uh, uh, excuse me, Queen of the Most Holy Rosary. Sorry about that, Father Jason. And we are uh, in Straight Talk. We can take your call at 877-795-0122, or you can send us questions and comments on Facebook. Uh, You can remain, remain anonymous. And uh, if you have questions about uh, the sacraments, uh, even if you have any intentions you would like to pray for, please, uh, please let us know. And uh, it's been it's been a great show thus far, uh, Father Jason. Uh, you, you know the interview with Ilanda uh, I- and uh, the the prayerfully yours and uh, the straight talk callers are, were all very very inspirational. And so, uh, maybe we can get back to those, uh, those readings this morning uh, a little bit. But uh, please call, uh, call us at 877-795-0122. Yeah, uh, Amy had the question. It's redemptive suffering, you know, and it's a tough, tough subject. It's a very tough subject. But um, if I had to summarize that down a little more, I would just say, God has set things up in such a way that he allows us to participate in applying the graces of his sacrifice to individual people. And we do that by offering up our sacrifices and our prayers in union with him on the cross. So he lets us cooperate with him. Uh, That's the work we're called to as Christians. Yeah. Okay, again, that number, 877-795-0122. Give us a call. uh, uh, Send us a question on Facebook. And uh, if there's uh, uh, anyone in the audience, uh, in our studio audience, that has a question, uh, please, please, uh, we'd love to have you on the air. And, uh, uh, well, Father Jason, uh, you know, we've spent a lot of time uh, visiting, discussing 
redemptive redemptive uh, suffering. We've talked uh, about the uh, the power of the Eucharist and Eucharistic adoration. Um, uh, your experience as a priest and uh, your dedication to the Eucharist. Uh, can you share with us and the listening audience uh, and the studio audience here we have at uh, at the Queen of the Most Holy Rosary? Could you um, share a little bit about your experience with Eucharistic adoration? Yeah, Eucharistic adoration. You know, I know a lot of people. Uh, they very much want the experience of worship. Uh, they want, but they don't understand. The different kinds they'll get excited they want to have music they want to have drums or fog machines or whatever well the eucharist eucharistic adoration is like the exact opposite of that you know you walk in it's dead quiet you know alanda mm-hmm. talked about she didn't even want the lights on just quiet she just wants to be um, in the presence of the eucharist uh, in silence and to a lot of people silence is they can't handle it they can't handle it. But if you get into the habit of even just a few minutes uh, going before the Blessed Sacrament, um, and this is my experience. You know, you, I, I make time each day to go before the Blessed Sacrament, sometimes exposed in the monstrance so you can see the, the host, uh, other times uh, just in the tabernacle. And there's a, there's a piece there. It's, it's familiar. Um, I don't have to worry, okay, what song are we going to do now? You know, uh, you know, how as exciting is this going to be? No, it's, it's like sitting down with family. You know, you don't have to worry, okay, what are we going to do? How are we going to, how's this going to go? How exciting is it going to be? Is it going to be entertaining enough? No, it's just quiet in the presence of God. He's there. I mean, you know, you, that's the thing about the Catholic faith we have the Eucharist. Um, it's the the greatest treasure we have, and it's right here all the time. Um, yeah, you know, we have. Uh, excuse me, Father. We yes. have four minutes left for our callers to uh, call in, and that number is eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. We will take your call yet uh, this morning, and uh, uh, you know, uh, Father Jason, you were uh, describing the the Eucharist. And uh, I, I refer to Matthew Kelly's uh, uh, quote where uh, he referenced the classroom of silence and how we must go into that classroom of silence often just to listen, just to listen to what uh, God has to tell us. And I oftentimes think about that 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 is so very true that is so very true uh, about uh, uh, the need for silence and in this world we have so many uh, electronics we have so many things that interrupts our opportunity just to be silent definitely it reminds me of an experience I had as a seminarian Um, I was serving mass as a as a seminarian out at a parish down in Missouri. <clears throat> and for some reason, that, that Sunday, every, everybody showed up, like all the servers, electors, everybody, and we had done our prayer, and there was a few minutes of silence in the sacristy. And I was standing there thinking, oh, this is, this is nice and peaceful for a change, because usually we're scrambling, right? 
uh, to find everybody. And the altar servers were dressed. They were sitting there. And it was silent for 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. And the altar server that was sitting there said, oh, gosh, oh, you know, she made a noise like that. And I'm like, what? What, what was, what's wrong? It's too quiet in here. <laughs> she couldn't handle it. Uh, and I thought that's just a real tragedy. Because how are you ever going to hear God who speaks, you know, in a whisper um, if you're filling your time with constant distraction and noise? Um, silence is so important. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, even adoration, sometimes there's a little bit of music or whatever, but, but, but really the focus is on, is on silence and just being with the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, I, I, in visiting with some folks uh, about uh, being open to the voice of God and hearing his whispers, he said, they tell me, boy, I was listening, Mike, and I didn't hear anything. And so it, it's, it, it, it takes uh, time. It takes right. some silence. Right. And, and that it, is the constant advice of of people who, um, you know, spiritual writers. It's the constant advice is, is discipline. You, you make the time and you sit there and you're in the presence of God. Sometimes you're going to feel like, well, you know, I try to do an hour, holy hour each morning. Sometimes a minute into it, I'm like, okay, I'm distracted. Uh, but persistence, sometimes the last minute of that hour, the Lord will cons give a little consolation or something. Um, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll make that whole hour worthwhile. Uh, you don't know, but you're not going to know. Or you're not going to receive what the Lord wants to give you if you're not there to receive it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, he will. He will. Uh, oh, and, you know, even if he doesn't give you a consolation, a feeling at the moment you're spending there, in in his presence if you don't sense his presence there actually that's the most meritorious prayer you can have because you're there you don't feel like god's there with you he is you know by faith uh, that he is there in the eucharist that's something we know and you know he can console you he can reach out to you he can speak to you if he needs to but if he doesn't you stay and you do that uh, out of faith. You're not getting the reward. It's a gift, more of a gift from you to God if you sit there in silence waiting for him to respond and you don't discern his response. Uh, well, that's still meritorious prayer. In fact, it's more meritorious than if you get the reward of good feelings. Mm -hmm. and, and oftentimes, uh, <clears throat> you know, getting back to my uh, conversation I had about, uh, I, you know, I just can't hear. I, I, I'm listening, but I can't hear. Uh, we have to realize that that God comes in whispers and whispers and you have to listen very carefully because oftentimes it's what you want to hear and not what God is telling you right so it's uh, it, it is it does take some time but I think the most important here is, thing here father Jason is that folks just take the time take the time to sit and uh, and listen and so we are on our next segment. Thank you for all the yeah. the callers that have uh, that have been uh, so very diligent in. in calling in. And uh, reminder: this segment is on at nine thirty Central Time every Monday through Friday. And up next is Susan Askegard. Will 
share the beauty of prison ministry. And later in the show, we will be ready to take you on the fun events during our 10-minute tour. We are broadcasting live from the Queen of the Most Holy Rosary Church in Stanley, North Dakota. And uh, I am Mike Kitrowski. And I'm Father Jason Signalness. And uh, we will be right back. Don't go away, folks. You're listening to Real Presence Live. <laughs> 